0: welcome to intuitive astrology with molly mccord thank you so much for joining me today as we take a look at the astrological energies from august 31st until september 7th as we are now entering the ninth month of 2022 and we are moving through virgo season now we are just off of the virgo new moon which was on august 27th, and there were energies there that we were meant to see, understand, and realize, as well as perhaps feel a pressure to take something forward, to make changes, to choose something new or different. And so now, as we move into September, The energy is actually calmer. It's a little bit more gentle. You might feel like it is releasing, yet there's still a lot that of course we're sitting with and we're processing. So over this next week, there aren't a lot of transiting energies, meaning The transiting planets are the ones we discuss in these Wednesday episodes, and we talk about aspects as the conversations going on between the planets, what they're communicating energetically to each other, how those interactions are showing up, and how we're feeling them. And yes, we do feel them because here we are, these very dynamic energy vessels, and we're connected to all the energies in the cosmos, everything swirling around, things that we don't even see, but we feel it and we sense it, and it has an impact and an influence on us at an individual level. And this is one of the ways that astrology continues to prove itself. It continues to demonstrate its relevancy and how it's valid, as well as keep us open to what is happening and unfolding, or at least keep us curious about what the heck is going on. So as we move into September, the energies are quieter, as I said, but there could be energies in your own natal chart that are very powerful, active, and alive. So in this podcast, I talk about the general energies and what's happening at a bigger scale, but of course, it could be working with you more personally, especially if a transiting planet is very active in your natal chart. We have the sun moving through Virgo and Virgo is the sixth astrological sign and it's actually the last astrological sign before we move through a threshold into the second half of the zodiac. So the first six signs of the astrological wheel, Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Virgo, are connected with the sense of self personal identity and development understanding your inner world getting a deeper understanding of what your energy is right now what it needs how it's performing how you're understanding who you are then when we move into the second half of the astrological wheel when we move into libra that's when the energy begins to go outside of ourselves and when we start to more intentionally share And this helps understand as well as organize the energies of the zodiac as we are clear now on what we're ready to take forward, but what we're also needing to refine, where we're ready to get rid of something, cut back, I don't need that, I don't want that. A Virgo strength is in discernment, is in understanding what's needed and what's not, what is essential and what's not. So as the sun moves through Virgo, we could become more aware of what our energy really needs to feel stable, responsible, and strong, as well as where maybe we have sacrificed our energy too much for others, where if you're feeling really drained or really tired, or you're observing that you're doing all this stuff for others, but at a certain cost, meaning it's costing you your vitality or you're losing sleep over something or there's things coming up and it feels like it's a lot to carry. The Virgo energy can also show you where you have opportunities to allow other people to also take care of themselves, where you can implement more boundaries or greater clarity around what you're responsible for, what you will focus on and take care of, and then what isn't a part of your job description, what isn't a part of your to-do list. And that is part of what we look at with the Sun and Virgo energies. We can understand more of what is serving us, what is giving you life, what is giving you energy, or where you're feeling depleted and exhausted and where you can make some new choices for yourself. And this is important, where you're able to stand strong in what you need And to be clear in communicating that because the Virgo energy can take on a lot for others. You can be the one who's helping everybody, who's taking care of this and that, who's cooking all the meals, who's running all the reports. You know, you can be the one who's in that place of I'll do it. I'll take care of it. No problem. Let me do that for you. But at some point, we all can reach our limits and we can be at capacity without noticing it. So what you want to do is just become more conscious in Virgo season of where your energy is going. If it's truly serving you, Or if there's changes you need to make, again, where you're understanding, yeah, I'm doing too much for others and I need to delegate this out or hand people some new tasks so that it's not all on my desk or on my calendar. Virgo is how we digest and process energy. Digesting and processing. Now you can think of that physically because Virgo does rule the digestive tract and the stomach. It's also how we basically take in and digest energy, how we process it, uh, what we are learning and understanding about what we're perceiving, the information that's coming in. So the Virgo energy gets us into contact with how energy is moving through us. Are you digesting the energy? And you can use this as a visualization of your own body, sort of like visualizing a body graph here or connect it to your physical self or to your chakras. But essentially, when information comes in, how do you digest it? Because if it doesn't keep moving and flowing, it can start spinning. And this is where we can have worry and anxiety This can also be energy that you feel mentally as Virgo is about a strong mind and a strong body and having both of those operating in optimum health. How we can be mentally healthy as well as physically healthy but when we are digesting energy is it truly flowing and moving? Is it useful? Is it feeding you? Is it nourishing you? Again, you could use this literally around the food you eat, your lifestyle habits, everything you know around nutrition and food and exercise, but also it's about the energy and how we are moving energy through our systems, through our bodies and our minds, and if it's truly healthy or not. And sometimes there can be a slowdown or stagnation, especially if there is that worry or guilt or if the energy doesn't know where to go. And this can be something to be aware of if you have strong Virgo in your chart, is that you need to have a way for the energy to move. And I actually see it moving in two directions, but trust what is right for you. I see the energy moving down through the body into the earth, where that Virgo energy wants things to be supportive, healthy, and wants it to be grounded and clear. So the energy is designed to move through us down and into the earth, give us new grounding, good footing, connect us to the earth strength and to the power of what's on the planet. And this is how we can feel energetically supported and healthy as well. The other energy I'm seeing with Virgo is how the energy goes up into the mind and how it can keep spinning and looking for new solutions, new approaches, new data, new metrics. How do we analyze this? How do we take this information, put it into a formula and create a great result or a new solution? But sometimes that Virgo energy can be so self-contained that the mental spinning just keeps looping and looping, similar to when you're looking at your computer or a device, and it shows you that it's still updating. It's still updating. It's spinning. It's spinning. That wheel is spinning and spinning, and it's not going anywhere, and it can feel like it's taking forever to upload this new system or to update this software, and the Virgo energy needs an outlet, and so in addition to the energy going down and being grounded, you also want to have ways of alleviating the mental pressure and mental burdens where the energy also goes up and connects to the crown chakra and that's also how you can feel supported where you can be connected to other energies, possibilities, information, insights that aren't always found in your own mind. And you open up to these new flows and once you do so, that's when the the new solutions come through or the new ideas, the new ways of doing something. But too often, that mental energy stays in a compartmentalized place. In fact, compartmentalizing is part of Virgo. This goes here, that goes there, this goes over there. You get out the label maker. You make sure it's all organized, pristine, good to go. But remember, it's okay to say, I don't know. The answer yet. I don't know the solution yet. I don't know how this is going to play out yet. That isn't something that Virgo will naturally do, but the more mature evolved Virgo energy will know that you don't have to figure it all out on your own. You don't have to carry it all. You don't have to overthink it. So how can you intentionally use your energy to partner with other energetics, to partner with your intuition and your inspiration, as well as partner with the earth. So this can be a wonderful time to really ground in and understand how you're supported and to make sure that your energy is open to that support in the appropriate ways. Now, the sun in Virgo is traveling by itself over this next week meaning it's not making any aspects or connections to any other planets. The sun is actually pulling away from that ongoing square to Mars in Gemini that we had last week. So that intensity is alleviating. And as the sun moves on its own and doesn't interact with other planets, it's sort of like having this very bright light that's just doing its own thing. It can feel like it's disconnected on one hand. It could also feel like it's recharging itself, recharging on your own terms, gaining clarity around what you need, who you are, what you want, really amplifying more of the Virgo energies in your life and in your chart. So with the sun being a lone wolf this week, there could be parts of our experience where we want to be left alone. We want to be in our office or go back to the desk or hang out in the gym and do our own thing. There could be that sense of introvertedness or just needing time to gather your energy. And of course, that makes a lot of sense after everything we've been through over the last number of months. It's like just coming back to yourself is needed at this time. Now, we do have a few aspects with the personal planets, personal planets being Mercury, Venus and Mars. And these planets are important because they are associated with our daily energies, how we go about our immediate environment, what we get done in a day, what's important and what matters. The personal planets show us more of the daily energy recipe, if you will. So on September 1st, Mars in Gemini is going to sextile Jupiter retrograde in Aries at six degrees, and then the next day, September 2nd. Mercury in Libra opposes Jupiter in Aries at six degrees. So both Mars and Mercury are interacting with Jupiter in the fire sign of Aries. And this is where you could have ideas finally put into motion. Things could be accomplished this week. You could have a sense here as September gets started that there's things you're ready to tackle, get done, move it forward. Because those air signs have a lot of thoughts, a lot of things to say, and yet if they don't have the action energy going, it can be all talk and no walk. But this is a time when you're ready to move things forward and it could happen even easier through that Jupiter influence, especially Mars in Gemini sextiling jupiter in aries this can be a productive beginning to the month there could be things that finally connect and click almost like yes i've got it i know what to do There could also be a resurgence of energy here where if you were needing some downtime and taking a break, you could feel quite productive over the first few days of the month. So Mars interacting with Jupiter makes things easier to do, easier to make progress, also more fun. I mean, this is the energy of having a good time. When you have Aries and Gemini together, it's playful, it's open, it's whatever. Let's just see what happens. And that could be something that could feel really good, especially if your life has been all work and no play. And now you're ready for something to break out and just allow yourself to have a good time. Mercury and Libra opposes that Jupiter retrograde in Aries at six degrees. And this is important because Mercury is going to do this three times into September and into October. So Mercury opposing Jupiter in Aries is due to the upcoming Mercury retrograde. And I discussed this even more on Monday's podcast where we talked about the Mercury retrograde in Libra and Virgo. Well, here we have the first pass of it where there is a need to really balance what you are about right now. So that's the Jupiter in Aries that's connecting you to your sense of self, your renewed sense of self, potentially, you're healed and more attuned sense of self. And that's because of how this Jupiter in Aries is following behind Chiron in Aries. So it's bringing in more of who you are on your own terms. And this could be gathering an understanding of how to be more independent, how to show up in your truth, how to own all of your energy and what it means for you to truly know yourself and accept yourself at this time. Well, the opposition to Mercury and Libra is about how we share with others, what we talk about, what we tell them, how we understand what they're going through. Mercury and Libra is also about listening, collecting other opinions and perspectives, being able to hear things without being attached with a sense of objectivity. Where you can understand somebody else's opinion and even if it's wildly different than yours, Mercury in Libra brings in a savviness, an ability to allow there to be room for multiple opinions and perspectives at a table. So this opposition between Mercury in Libra and Jupiter in Aries, which is exact on September 2nd, is about making sure that you're not giving away what you need for the sake of a relationship or for people pleasing to look at what you're saying and to make sure it's still directly connected to your own truth, that it's really grounded in what is real and authentic for you. And to express that, to be willing to share that, and to allow it to be something that others can connect with or hear, even if they disagree or they're not on the same page. But this is an energy here. I'm feeling like it's about taking your true self into your connections and allowing that to be enough. This could also be something where you're seeing others in a new way or in a different light based on what they are communicating or sharing. And because it's Jupiter, there can be good news here. There can be opportunities, invitations, resources, things that show up from other people. In fact, Mercury in Libra could be the other person giving you information or showing up or inviting you somewhere. So overall, this is beneficial energy where we begin the month of September, And it can help us to feel good about what we're doing, especially after the very big energies that brought in deep life changes, realizations, new openings, new possibilities. And now we've been figuring it out, right? Where do I go next? Where do I go from here? What's coming up? What's important? I think that this week is going to give you something that you want and that you can count on. Now on September 4th, Venus enters Virgo and Venus is not at her best in Virgo, but of course she has strengths in every astrological sign. In Virgo, she is more observant, more reserved. She is more conservative with her energy about what she chooses, what she wants. She's very focused on her body, her health, what she needs daily to feel strong and lovely. Venus wants us to feel confident, so there could be a connection here to your physical self and your body consciousness around what you want to do to improve yourself, to feel more attractive, or just to feel stronger in who you are. Venus in Virgo is good at doing what needs to be done, taking care of things, being productive and typically she needs something to do so she's looking for something that she can direct her energy towards whether that is at work or at home with a family with pets. Uh, Virgo is about our domestic animals. It's about the beings we're responsible for in our home environment. So Venus and Virgo feels good when she can support or take care of another, when she can be responsible for their own needs. So this is a time when Venus and Virgo connects us to what we're doing to be in our own optimum health, tapping into what our body needs, and perhaps any healing modalities that have been calling to you. This can be a wonderful time to try something new or different or even return to something that you know has been supportive of your energies. Now, Venus in Virgo can be nitpicky and she's going to see things that you previously missed. So there could be things coming up where you realize, oh, I forgot to do that or oh, I made a mistake here, but she's going to help you correct it and she's going to help you see what can be improved or a better way to do something. Now, what's lovely is that Venus in Virgo is in mutual reception with her brother Mercury in Libra. Mutual reception is when two planets are in each other's home sign. So Mercury is at home in Virgo, Venus is in Virgo, Venus is at home in Libra and Mercury is in Libra. So that means they have an affinity right now. They are working together to support each other. They are allowing each other to talk it out, find some new solutions, discuss what's going on. There is something really lovely about the synergy of planets in mutual reception where they have support from one another. So Venus and Virgo is receiving support from her brother, Mercury in Libra, who's basically asking her to talk it out. What are you focused on, sis? What's going on here? Tell me what's on your mind. What are you working on? And there could be something that you're experiencing in your own world around this dynamic as well, whether you have the stronger Venus and Virgo or the stronger Mercury and Libra energies. It's also possible you don't identify with either But if you do, then there could be an energy that shows up that feels supportive, that feels like, okay, I have someone to talk this through with, someone who's focusing in on what I need to edit or change. So at least this energy is supportive and it can help with anything you're meant to change up in your life at this time. Now, Virgo is a mutable sign. So when we have both the sun and Venus in Virgo, there are changes to be made. There's things we can do in a new way, in a different way, things we can just try. Just try it. Just test it out. Just take one bite. You don't have to love it. Just take one bite and see what you think. You don't have to commit to anything. Just sample it. Just see what's going on. So this can open up our energy to not feel like we have to know the right answer right away. And actually, that can be part of the shadow of Virgo, is that you have this energy, if I can't get this wrong, it has to be right. Virgo can have very high standards on themselves, and yet we're meant to be a little bit easier, a little bit more compassionate. It's okay if you try things. It's not a huge mess up. You didn't fail. You didn't get it all wrong. Just open up the energy and allow yourself to try this, to try that to try solution A and then solution B and see what's better. So when that Virgo energy opens up, there's less internal criticism, less internal expectation of something being perfect or being exact. And it allows you to just be like, hey, whatever happens is going to lead us to something else. And that's great too. So this is good to be aware of. Because it's also possible that you'll be interacting with people, especially perhaps a Venus in Virgo archetype shows up, which could be a female energy, a co-worker, a sibling, a sister, a friend who shows up with that Virgo energy that might feel really tight, you know, really like tight and rigid and it has to be like this. And then you can just gently open it up, gently massage it and be like, hey, it's cool, sis. We're going to figure this out. It's going to be one way or another. Anything can be beneficial at this time. So keep that in mind that one of the wonders of astrology is how we seem to connect with the archetypal physical versions of the planets. And so you could also have someone show up who is the archetypal Mercury and Libra and they have a lot to say or they have some ideas to share or they want to hear what you're thinking. They want to draw out your stories. They're interested in who you are. They're a great problem solver. And in fact, this is where they can. kind of- again be some nice cohesion going on here where you find new solutions that you didn't think you would find but it would come from outside of yourself it would come from someone else Uh, it would come from even something you hear on the radio or a video or internet or whatever it's almost like the information comes outside of you and then you can see a new way to proceed now do keep in mind that mercury is moving slowly as Mercury will station retrograde at nearly 9 degrees of Libra on September 9th. So we have a slow-moving Mercury that is asking us to go slow, to think it through, especially before you speak or interact or send that email or Send a text. Mercury in Libra connects us to other people's energies, especially one-on-one. So it is time to be more intentional with our word choice, what we're expressing, what's coming up, what's coming through, and that is meant to guide us. The slowdown is a gift of Mercury stationing retrograde, where Maybe you don't want to respond right away or you don't want to have that conversation right when someone requests it or they come into your office and they're all wound up and they need to talk something through. This is about allowing the emotions to settle. And that would be a strength of this upcoming Mercury retrograde is that if you're feeling triggered or activated or if there's a lot of emotion coming up, this particular mercury retrograde in libra and virgo says step back and allow any emotional response or emotional charge to settle and calm down before you have a conversation. So we have to be in an energetic balance with ourselves and we have to have space for other people's energies without those strong emotions or reactions. So depending on your own chart, this could be something that you already do or that you have to continually practice. But that is a big part of Mercury retrograde here is not being overly emotional overly reactionary, uh, overly angry, or anything too big. Don't allow that to take over because this is a retrograde about objectivity, detachment, the facts, having adult conversations, being able to discuss something without flying off the handle or getting angry or having a big reaction. All right. So that's part of what we are going to be reprogramming or intentionally working with during this Mercury retrograde. So we actually have all of the outer planets in retrograde throughout September. Jupiter, Saturn, Chiron, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, all in retrograde. And then starting on September 9th, Mercury will be in retrograde. So that means only four energies sun moon venus and mars are direct everything else is asking for us to integrate reflect really go inside listen understand sit with something when we have this many planets in retrograde we typically need more time and space we want to be able to be in our own energy Or at least be very intentional in how we interact and connect because we're processing a lot at multiple levels of our being. It could feel like layers and layers of yourself are shifting through things, moving through things. And as I mentioned at the start of the podcast, the sun is traveling by itself as well. So it's almost like we need more energetic distance at this time we're looking for time and space to step away or be detached to process as i mentioned earlier about digesting and processing maybe there's things you're sitting with still from earlier in this year or from july and august maybe there's things that you're gathering back or you're calling back in it's a beautiful time for self-care It's also important to allow others the same. Give people space or time. If you don't hear back from them right away or you don't know where they went, they might just be in a hermit mode or they might just need their own time and space to move through whatever has been changing in their world. So there's something about this time period where on the one hand you could feel isolated, and detached in some way, but I feel this as a recharge. I feel this as energy coming in to help us fortify who we are now, to gain strength, to gain clarity. Also, to it's like I'm seeing things being exfoliated and dispersed and dissolved, and it could feel like Your body is working deeply and intensely with these changes. You could be feeling that cellular reprogramming going on. You could feel shifts in your own energy where even if you have a lot of energy one day, then you're totally exhausted or wiped out the other. It's because of everything your body is basically evolving and shifting and changing so we have a lot going on within us and again honor what you need honor what is true for you or what is calling to you at this time the universe is gifting us with this downtime and it's interesting because now they're pulling my attention to some of the earlier energies of this year where in some ways it's been pretty non-stop where we had a very big start to 2022 and if you can remember we had that intense energy in Capricorn with the Mercury retrograde and we had Venus retrograde and we had Venus and Mars conjunct in Aquarius and we had a lot happening earlier in the year with the eclipses. We had the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction in Pisces. Then we had eclipse season in April and May followed by the strong Uranus north node Mars energy and Taurus and a lot more in between. So it's like this relentless incoming energy has been working with us. September is giving us a break and is allowing us to settle in and ground in to what is necessary and true for us right now. Especially before we move into October, October is going to have the next square between Uranus in Taurus and Saturn in Aquarius. That happens the beginning of October and then towards the end of October, we have the eclipses again and into November as well. So September is really about returning home to your energy and understanding that We've been on a fast track here. We've been dealing with a lot, more than normal, and the energies have not really let up. So there's something about this beautiful reprieve of September that is returning us to what we need and how to prioritize self-care. Also, I feel this energy, as I just mentioned, of exfoliation and dissolving. There's things that are falling away that are no longer connected to you at a cellular level. They're no longer a part of who you are. And again, I'm feeling this as it goes back to that Jupiter-Neptune exact conjunction in April. It happened at 23 and 24 degrees. And what it did was ask us to dissolve and release parts of our soul experiences so that we can call in and integrate more trust, more of our spiritual gifts, more of our intuition into our frequency, into our daily lives. And that takes time, because especially with the outer planets, their energies happen in a very powerful way, but then it's like these incoming waves of integration are needed. So I'm feeling like there's something here now that we're in Virgo season, which is the opposite of Pisces, is that there's things that are coming in, energies that are landing, that we're feeling in our body, perhaps for the first time, perhaps in a different way. Maybe you're even sensing that refinement In yourself or your body is changing in a significant way I just feel like it is very much connected to the strong Pisces energies we've had now keep in mind when we look at the energies of Pisces and Virgo we're also talking about health we're talking about your immune system and taking care of your body taking care of what it means to support all the energy systems that we have so there could be a focus here and new realizations around what your body needs to be healthy and strong, as well as some new options or solutions in how to do that. So Virgo season feels like a real gift at this time in 2022. So look in your natal chart where that sun in Virgo is transiting, the houses it's lighting up, the energies it's bringing your attention and consciousness to, as there may be some things here that you're ready to connect with that you weren't ready before and now there's room and space. Now you have the energy for it and now it can fit in your daily world in some manner. Every astrological sign is associated with ascension and as we journey through the calendar, we're discussing the energies And the themes of how we're growing through the current energy signature of the cosmos. So as we've been discussing these Virgo energies, there's things that you're meant to be aware of in your body, in your mental self, and how all of that is connecting you to the higher realms of the 5D. Now, we never truly leave the 3D. When we leave the 3D, we've left our physical bodies. So part of what we're learning is how to merge these higher energies into our 3D physical reality. And when we have planets in Earth signs, we have more support for grounding in to what that really means and what that really looks like for us in a very tangible way and it's also more important than ever for those who are star seeds, light workers, energy readers, you are pioneers, mavericks, you're on the front leading edge. You're here to do things in a new way with the new earth energy signatures. You're here to break up the status quo, right? These are the disruptors, the rebellious ones who are here to dismantle and look at what is working and what isn't working. And to basically do it from a place of what is best for humanity, what is best for the collective, and what is also based on your personal energy signature. It's also why in this lifetime we've had so many big energies, so many powerful, rare energies, even in the past two years, if not the past 10 years that started in 2012 when we had the ongoing seven squares between Uranus and Aries and Pluto and Capricorn. All of this is designed to accelerate us because it's needed more than ever for us to be in our higher frequencies. This is how we're supporting one another, how we're supporting the earth and also how we are in touch with our soul growth and soul missions in this lifetime that's why we've had to do so much work so much healing so much connection with our shadow self and our inner child and all these parts of ourselves that we've traveled with for lifetimes upon lifetimes now it's coming up to the forefront now we're really seeing it and understanding why it's crucial for us to remove any of those denser energies that have been residing within us at a cellular level This is the deeper soul work of this lifetime. And of course, it helps us to know that we're not alone, right? We're doing this with others. We're doing it with others that we're connected to all over the earth through different energetics and gridding systems. We're connected through ways we don't always know, but we feel and sense it because there's so many higher vibrational beings on the planet right now than ever before. But there's things we get stuck in or we loop in or we're not sure how to shift it or what needs to change. But when we're intentionally working with our astrology chart, you are honing in right away on what your soul signed up for in this lifetime to work on, elevate, transmute. Where you're ready to ascend energies in your own frequency and rise up to be lighter, enlightened, to feel a lightness in your being, which is part of how we're moving more into our crystalline bodies and activating more of our multidimensional self. And in fact, all of this, this acceleration is one of the reasons why Lori and I were guided to start doing in-person events, because it's the understanding of your own energetics that is very important. It's very important to know your astrology chart as we discussed in this podcast, but then you have to combine it with what your body is holding and go in to some very powerful places that are going to be transformed, that are ready to be be activated, that are ready to also be released. And that's why we're doing, in fact, these in-person gatherings at this time is to help starseeds and light workers accelerate, to help you step more into your mission, to let go of things from your family of origin or your lineage, to transmute things that your ancestors don't want you to carry forward anymore, to help you get into the trauma or the deep emotional parts of yourself that maybe have been trapped or frozen and need to be released. And that's what we do with this combination of astrology and embodiment work and it's also quantum because we're working with very powerful energies in that space. We're working through some parts of your energy that you get to tap into at a very deep personal level and then move through it quite quickly. And when we're in a space with others, We move through even faster and we go through these experiences together. In fact, it's fascinating because it's like when we gather together, we're actually meeting up with other members of soul groups where you've had joint experiences before So either maybe you lived in a village together or you had some other connection in a workplace. It's almost like these gatherings, these retreats are bringing people back in connection with others that you have a soul remembrance with. And that's also very supportive, comforting, there's connections, and it's time. We need each other. We need each other more than ever to do this work, to feel supported, and to understand that we're more in our power than ever before in this lifetime. That's also why I'm always so excited to share the next retreat with you, because some of you feel the calling, like you need to be there, you need to show up, even if you don't know why. There's an energy speaking to you about what you're ready to transform, what's coming up for you in your astrology chart. So that's what we go into. That's where you're supported, and it's very personal, yet it's also so powerful in what you're activating and healing. So our next one is coming up in Berkeley, as I mentioned last week, October 7th, 8th, and 9th, and we structured this to work with more of people's busy lives, knowing that it's harder to take days off of work and that you're trying to put things in your schedule for fall, but we really hope you can join us because we need each other. And this is where not only do you meet new friends and make new connections, but you literally leave the space feeling more in touch with the truth of who you are because we're activating more of those 5D frequencies. We're activating even more of what you're ready to come in contact with and we intentionally wanted a space where we could welcome in more people. So yes, it's filling up, but we don't want to turn anybody away. And we are actually working with the venue to be flexible in how many people we can bring into the space. So I know that some of you weren't able to do it earlier, but if you're feeling called, especially on the West Coast to join us, uh, please know that this is very intentional. This is something that you're ready for. And in fact, we also timed it so that It's before eclipse season so that whatever you move through, you're going to have accelerating support during eclipse season. And basically, there's things you're going to be done with. You're just going to feel the closure on certain spinning cycles and topics and things in your life you've been carrying. So just know that we really hope this supports you because this work we're doing is for all of us. It's for all of humanity. It's to support everyone on the planet and we each do it personally and individually. But when we hold that intention to activate greater unity consciousness, that's where the ripple effects happen. So there's information below the podcast, and we're very excited to connect with you and know that you are right on time for exactly what you're ready to transform and move through and what you don't want to carry anymore. You're just done. You're done with the baggage. You're done with the heavy energy. You're done with things that aren't your responsibility that maybe you've been holding for your family, for your souls, energy, and other lifetimes. There's so many layers to this, but we all know in the higher realms, everything is right on time. So as always, thank you so much for joining me for today's podcast. If you want to look at the full astrology for September, please check that out at the link below this podcast where you can go through the month of September, see what's coming up for you, what you're moving through, what's going on in your chart. And when you use coupon code Libra, you get the full thing for only 11 bucks and that includes the upcoming Pisces full moon and the Libra new moon in addition to the transiting energy of the personal planets. Oh, and one more thing I wanted to share with you is that I recently had a conversation with another astrologer, Dominique Jaramillo, about conscious parenting with astrology. And this conversation is a video on YouTube where she and I are on a Zoom call discussing conscious parenting and how we basically use astrology to help us be better parents, to know our children to know who they are, to understand their energies even more. So if that is a topic you're interested, please check that out. Dominique also had a great interview with Maurice Fernandez, another wonderful astrologer. And you can find out more about her work on YouTube under her name, Dominique Jaramillo, J A R A. M-I-L-L-O. Thank you so much for joining me. Wishing you a beautiful start to September. I hope wonderful things await you as we move into this month and I look forward to connecting with you again when we have new episodes here on Monday and Wednesdays. You can find out more about me over at mollymccord.online. I'm also on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. I'll see you back here very soon and welcome to September.